0: Hey everybody, this is Jeremiah Craig, coming at you from Seattle here. It's June 29th, 528 AM. And I wanted to continue on with this DISC subject. Now, I talked about DISC behavioral assessment on my last podcast. I believe it was Ballad number 62, which is a way to break up different behavioral styles of people in the workplace. I am a D, which means I'm a driver. I am a person who likes to take risks, who likes to uh, give a lot of value on time, right? So I don't like to waste time. And I don't like to plan I don't like to plan more than I have to and I was wondering where do you think the point of diminishing returns comes for planning because for me it comes really early on in the process. I'm Jeremiah Craig, thank you for tuning in, I got stories to tell. And songs to sing Now they call me a balladeer To find out why just lend an ear at me Stick with me a little while And I will promise I will make you smile My name is Jeremiah Craig Thank you for tuning in I'm not a patient person. It's one of my weaknesses, not patient at all. So planning in great detail is not what I do just because I need to start. I need to start doing rather than continue planning. So my plans are very foundational. They're an outline for the most part if I even have a plan at all. Sometimes I will just decide, oh, maybe I'll just go north on a walk today. Maybe I'll just go south, we'll see what happens. When I'm touring, it's a lot different. Like I could plan my entire trip, which interstates I'll be taking, which routes, But there's always road closures. There's always some slow in traffic and I'll have to go another way. I'll have to make a detour. And these detours happen in every plan, not just in plans on the road, right? Every plan changes. So the more time that I spend on giving a plan additional detail at every step until the thing, whatever it may be is complete and planning out that whole process, the more time I'm wasting because things will change. They always do and you know it. So that's why I like to have an outline, a general direction in which I need to take things. So for example, when I'm writing very long songs, 10 or 15 minute songs, usually I'll just start and they'll find their way. I've tried to outline entire works before and it's just overwhelming. It's an undertaking that I feel is just an exceptional task, and it is. So, looking at it all on paper, seeing exactly what I need to do to complete a 10, 15 minute song is overwhelming. That's another trait of these uh, D behavioral assessment styles in disc is that we often take on too much and get overwhelmed. So when, for me, when I plan it all out and see exactly what's needed of me, what I have to do, it feels like I have to do it all right then and there. It doesn't allow for flexibility for things to change. And in the change is, A lot of opportunity, you know? How's it going? Good, Good, thanks. Morning. There's so much opportunity in change. Some of the best things might happen when you have to take that detour. You might find a new friend, you might find a new sound. You might find some new data in your marketing plan that brings to light new opportunities that you had not written into your plan and now you're stuck because your detailed plan doesn't allow you to move and groove. Detailed plans are very constraining. They feel so oh, they feel so constrictive to me. Like the freedom to actually just pivot right away isn't there because you have all of these things planned out. You can't pivot quickly. So you're stuck making another plan about how you're going to pivot and then what happens after that. And then you're just in this cycle of, continually planning because you'll have to pivot constantly because things change constantly in a digital world it's not a conducive atmosphere to progression you cannot progress as quickly as people who have just an outline of a plan and allow themselves to pivot so planning in detail drives me absolutely nuts because you never actually get anything done. All these meetings, right? You meet about planning. You meet about meetings at corporate locations. You, You then make a plan. You meet about the draft of the plan. You change the draft of the plan to have it be more detailed. Then you meet about that plan. Then you finally kick off the plan and something goes wrong. You gotta meet about that, change the plan by making another plan. Meet about that plan and then something's changed again. It is so fucking slow It absolutely drives me nuts. There's gotta be a better way, right, folks? Stop planning. Stop planning so much. It's holding you back. Sure, things can go extremely wrong if you don't add enough detail, you're not prepared enough, but there is a point of diminishing returns. There is. For me, it comes pretty quickly. It's like, all right, I've got my outline. Let's go do this thing. Because I, I like to learn. I like to see what happens and then improvise in the situation. I'm an improviser, I'm a risk taker. That's what a D is in DISC which stands for different things in different styles. In the one that we were talking about from DiscInsights.com, it stands for dominant. I don't think I'm a dominant person. I might come off like that to some people through my intensity at points, but I'm also laid back at the same time like, if you wanna go plan, that's fine, go do it. Like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna hate because you wanna plan more than me on your own thing. But don't ask me to plan with you because I wanna actually do stuff. Planning. Planning is not for me, at least in a detailed manner. Just give me an outline. Let's go do it. Welcome to another edition of Defining Moment with Jonathan Gerio. Today on Defining Moment, we are defining setlist. A set list is a list of songs a musician or band wishes to play during a performance. The songs are listed in order of their performance so that there is not too much time in between songs when a band decides which songs to play. Perhaps if Jeremiah Craig was to use a set list, he would put on better concerts. Why don't you take a moment and plan, Jeremiah Craig? Thank you for listening to Defining Moment. Today on Defining Moment, we defined setlist. Thank you for listening. Oh, Mr. Jonathan Jerio, you are completely wrong. You're right in your definition, but you're wrong that I need to make setlists. Setlists hold me back in my style, don't they? You know it. See, every venue has a different energy on a different night people have different things going on in their lives and whether they have a good day or a bad day they bring that along with them and they can affect the other energies of people around them so depending on how everybody in an audience had experiences during their day maybe it was good experience maybe it was bad experiences that affects the energy of the room and I need to play to the energy of the room Set lists predict the energy of the room, and most of the times, they're wrong. You could set up what you think is going to be an amazing set list and just not have it click with audiences at all. Sometimes it will click, but you have a much better chance of reading an audience live and reacting to how they react to you. It's a cycle. Playlists don't allow that. So, that's why I don't play with plan- that's why I don't play with playlists and plan my shows like that. Does it allow for risks? Does it allow for dead space in between songs? Sure. It happens. Will you have to play hundreds of shows before you can comfortably switch from one song to another without having it be planned? Yeah, it takes a while, but I can do that now. It's a process, it's a learning process, but it works. And that's what I enjoy most about performing is that give and take between the audience and myself. Set lists oftentimes don't allow that. So Mr. Jonathan Gerio, you're wrong that I need to make a set list. Bottom line, it's about reacting and engaging and set lists and planning don't allow for that. It's that pivot, right? It's being able to pivot on a dime at the drop of a hat. I love it. You're wrong, man. You will continue to be my frenemy, Mr. Jonathan Jerio.